Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. We have made it to March of 2022. This is, uh, this is, uh, this is, yep, that's what it is. Okay, we are at the top of page 282. Uh, we've got a bunch of, a bunch of fun words in here. And, uh, okay, reminding myself of my sound effect. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Good. All right, so the first word in this episode is Korim, or Karim, or Korum. More of an uh sound, Korum. I'm going to say Korim, C-O-R-Y-M-B. You don't really say the B, just Korim. Noun from 1794, a flat-topped inflorescence. A flat-topped inflorescence. Specifically, one in which the flower stalks arise at different levels on the main axis and reach about the same height and in which the outer flowers open first. And it says, see the inflorescence illustration. There's a whole illustration for for, 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 for inflorescence. Um, so what is it? A flat top, specifically the flower stalks arise at different levels on the main axis and reach about the same height for the outer flowers, which open first. I think something like that. Corimbos. Corimbos is an adjective. And this is from the Latin corimbus, which is a cluster of fruit or flowers. And that is from the Greek corimbos with a K. Okay, next word. That is the sound effect for today. For those who don't know, I put a sound effect in between each word so you know where they end and start. Okay, so this word is coronibacterium. Coronibacterium. Uh, it's all one word. Corony is C-O-R-Y-N-E. Just making sure I am pronouncing it correctly. Uh, you could also say bacterium. It is a noun from 1909, any of a large genus, bacterium, of usually gram-positive non-motile bacteria that occur as irregular or branching rods and include numerous important animal and plant pathogens. bacterial is an adjective. Uh, so non-motile, that means they can't move on their own, I think. I don't know anything about this world. Um, This is from the Greek, koroni, with a K, and that means club. So maybe they're sort of uh, club-shaped, rounded, possibly. Okay. Next word is coriniform. Adjective from 1952, being or resembling corinibacteria. Those... Corinibacteria are in a coriniform. Coriniform. Next word. <laughs> it is coryphaeus. Coryphaeus or coryphaeus. C O R Y P H A E U S. Noun from 1655. One, the leader of a party or school of thought. Coryphaeus. Coryphaeus. And then number two, the leader of a chorus. There was another funny chorus word that we had that I don't think people, 
It was like the member of a chorus was something. So now the leader of a chorus is a chorophius. It's like it makes sense and doesn't make sense all at the same time. I'm not sure why. Uh, yes, this is a Latin word, and it means leader. From the Greek, chorephaios, chorephi, and that means summit. So the leader would be at the top of the summit. The summit is like the top of a hill, maybe. So they would be up there leading everybody else, leading the chorus, leading the school of thought, leading them into battle. I don't know what they do, but they are the chorephaios. Yep, that's how you say it. Next word. Huh. Corafe. Corafe. C O R Y P H E E. The first E has an accent, which is down on the left and up on the right. How is, is there like a shorter way I can say that? Um, it's the accent that goes, huh? It's like my sound effect today. Huh? Noun from 1828. A ballet dancer who dances in a small group instead of in the corps de ballet or as a soloist. So the corps de ballet is, I think, the whole group of ballet dancers, usually a large group. Obviously, the opposite would be a soloist who dances on their own. Uh, but no, this corps is a dancer who's in a small group. It's like a jazz combo of ballet. But it's the dancer. It's the dancer that's the corps not the group. I wonder if the group has a name. Okay, next word. It is Coriza. C-O-R-Y-Z-A. Coriza. Noun from 1634. An acute inflammatory contagious disease involving the upper respiratory tract. Especially the synonym common cold. I would think the coronavirus would be possibly one of these related. I'm not sure. I could have my words wrong, but it seems like that would uh, be a coriza. Corizal, with an L at the end, that is an adjective. Uh, this is from the Greek coriza with a K. That means hmm, nasal mucus. Mm, coriza is nasal mucus. It is akin to the Old English word h-r-o-t hrot how do you say that word hrot that also means nasal mucus from the sanskrit word kardama and that means mud so yeah nasal mucus it's like the mud of your nose and um and then it can get spread out through the air if you sneeze or breathe uh and then you're spreading your coriza ew Next word, so we finished all of the uh, C-O-R words. Now we're on the C-O-S words. This is probably, ooh, it's a lot shorter than I thought, actually. It's uh, one, two, three, four, like four and a half episodes. Much shorter than some of the others, the other ones. Okay, the first one is C-O-S, abbreviation for one, companies, two, consul or consulship, Three, cosine. We're going to get into cosine this episode. Aren't you excited? Um, And then also four, counties. Uh, Next word is COS again, all caps this time. Abbreviation for one, cash on shipment. So when it is shipped, 
That is when the cash happens. Also number two, chief of staff. The chief of staff is also a corafius, because they're the chief, they're the leader of the staff, they're the corafius of staff, and the abbreviation stays the same. Next word, it is cosec, C-O-S-E-C, abbreviation for cosecant. That is a fun math word, maybe some people don't know that, Uh, but we're going to get into it right now. Cosecant, C-O-S-E-C-A-N-T, noun from circa 1706. It's about trigonometry, people. Some of you may not be familiar with this yet. One, a trigonometric function that for an acute angle is the ratio between the hypotenuse of a right triangle of which the angle is considered part and the leg opposite the angle. Oh, man, I don't remember this stuff. I could try and figure that out. Trigonometric function that for an acute angle is the ratio between the hypotenuse of a right angle, right triangle. So a right triangle, one of the angles is 90 degrees, like a like a wall is 90 degrees. The other two angles are going to be acute, which means they're less than 90 degrees. Uh, let's see. Of which the angle is considered part... I don't remember these things. Two. A trigonometric function, and then it shows the function... CSC, and then something that looks like a zero. Uh, So CSC stands for cosecant. And then I don't know if this image, this this picture, this character is a zero or if it's a symbol that means something else, but it's it's like a shape like a zero. It looks like it's italics. Sometimes people write zeros with a diagonal line through it to show that it's a zero and not an O, but this one has a horizontal line. I'm not sure if it's zero or something else. Um, anyway, so this is a trigonometric function. We show this the the, the symbol uh, that is the reciprocal of the sine s i n e for all real numbers, and then it shows that symbol again zero. So maybe it's zero for which the sine is not zero, and that is exactly equal to the cosecant of an angle of measure zero in radians. I remember doing this in a couple of different classes, but I just can't remember enough to describe it in a much more simple way. But it has to do with angles, degrees, 90 degrees, 180 degrees, 45, anywhere in between, around a 360-degree circle. So angles and things like that. And I don't remember why. Uh, This is from, hmm, not helpful, New Latin, uh, co plus secans, which means secant. Whatever a secant is, we're going to get there later. Okay, next word. (laughs) It is coset. And it's just spelled like it sounds. Coset. Noun from 1910. A subset of a mathematical group that consists of all the products obtained by multiplying either on the right or the left a fixed element of the group by which of the elements of a given subgroup. Whoa, that sentence did not make any sense. What? A subset of a mathematical group that consists of 
all the products obtained by multiplying either on the right or the left a fixed element of the group by which of the elements of a given subgroup. Nope, still didn't make any sense. Sorry for that. It's a set of things. Next word, ha. It is kosh, C-O-S-H, first form, noun from 1869. It is chiefly British, and it means a weighted weapon similar to a blackjack. I'm not familiar with this blackjack weapon. Maybe we need to find a picture of this. Um, It is perhaps from the Romani word. Is Romani a language from Rome? I don't think so. Maybe it's Romanian. Um, Something. Romani language, kas or kash, spelled C-A-S or C-A-S-T. And there is a, a curved thing over the S. So that means stick or piece of wood. So a kosh is basically a piece of wood, but it's weighted. Yeah. Huh? Second form of kosh is a transitive verb from 1896, also chiefly British, and it means to strike or assault with or as if with a kosh. So you're koshing with a kosh, whatever it is. I think it's just hitting. Next word. Huh? It is cosignatory. Cosignatory, noun from 1865. It is a joint signer. So two people are signing a document and uh, they are cosignatories. Could it be cosignatory? That's what I would think. Relatedly, we have the next word. It is cosigner. Cosigner. I think you emphasize the co. Cosigner. Sometimes people need a, a cosign. Like if they, if the bank says they don't got enough money to buy or rent a place, then somebody else has to cosign to say, no, no, they're good for the money. And if they're not, then I'm going to help out financially. Uh, but let's read the real definition for cosigner. Noun from circa 1903. Oh, look, this synonym is just cosignatory. But especially a joint signer of a promissory note. And cosign is also a verb. Promissory note, does that just mean like we promise to give you the money? Some way, somehow. All right, we have made it to the last word. It is cosign. I promised we would get there. C-O-S-I-N-E. Noun from 1635, it is related to cosecant. They're all in the same world of trigonometry. There's sine and cosine and tangent. And is it secant and cosecant? And there's another one that I can't remember. They're like similar and opposites of each other. Okay, cosine. Noun from 1635. One, a trigonometric function that for an acute angle is the ratio between the leg adjacent to the angle when it is considered part of a right triangle and the hypotenuse. The hypotenuse of a right triangle is the line that is the opposite of the right triangle, of the right uh, angle, the 90 degree angle. So you got the 90 degree angle, let's say it's sitting on the floor, 
And then the opposite of that, if you go up at a diagonal, whatever way it's facing, that line is the hypotenuse. And if you've seen the formula a squared plus c, uh, no, a squared plus b squared equals c squared, the c in the c squared is the hypotenuse line. That's the Pythagorean theorem. So something about that, the angles of the legs and the hypotenuse is adjacent. Uh, number two, a trigonometric function, and then it shows cosine, COS, and then that zero thing, that for all real numbers, again, that there's the symbol, is given by the sum of the alternating series, and that is exactly equal to the cosine of an angle of measure zero in radians. Wow. So that uh, the alternating series, it shows an example of this. I will try to quickly describe it. Uh, so we see cosine zero or whatever that symbol is on the left side. And then it says equal to one minus. We've got a fraction here. It's that symbol squared on top. The numerator is, I'll just call it a zero, although I'm not sure if it's a zero. Zero squared on the top. It can't be zero because it's it's got to be a stand-in for something else. Uh, and then below that is two and then an exclamation mark. And an exclamation mark in math means that you multiply, I think you multiply all the numbers together from that number down to zero or down to one. So two times one. Oh, I hope I'm remembering this right. I think it's called factorial or f something like that. So it's symbol squared over two factorial two exclamation mark. And then plus, see it's, it gets very complicated very quickly. Then we have this at the another fraction, the symbol to the fourth power. So instead of a two, it's a four. And then that is over the denominator, which is four factorial. I think so I think that's four times three times two times one. Do you see a pattern here? Oh, but then we have minus. It's the same format, but it's a six instead of a four instead of a two. So symbol to the sixth power over six factorial. And then we go plus again, the symbol over uh, symbol to the eighth power over eight factorial. And then it's a pattern, plus, minus, plus, minus, and then the numbers keep on going up, probably t 10, 12, etc. I don't understand what any of that means. Uh, this is from the Middle Latin word sinus, looks like sinus, and that means sine, cosine and sine. All right, well, that broke my brain pretty bad. Uh, this is going to be a very long episode. Uh, so the words today were corim, corinibacterium, coriniform, corypheus, corypha, coryza. have to remember what these are, cos, cos, cosic, cosecant, coset, cosh, cosignatory, cosigner, and cosine. Um, I am going to pick... Uh, I think I'm going to pick Corypheus as the word of the episode. It's the leader, the leader of something. I am the Corypheus of this dictionary podcast. I am the leader. You have to follow me as I read the words and the definitions. All right, well, now is the time for the very long holiday time section because it's the beginning of a new month. And we have lots and lots of things to read. So let's do it now. It is beer day. 
This marks the end of beer prohibition in Iceland in 1989. Beer Day. They like their beer over there. In Iraqi Kurdistan, it is commemoration of Mustafa Barzani's death. It is Heroes Day in Paraguay. It is Independence Day for Bosnia and Herzegovina, Herzegovina from the Socialist Federal Republic of Yugoslavia in 1992. In Poland, it is National Cursed Soldiers Remembrance Day. It's also Remembrance Day in Marshall Islands. Uh, Wales and Welsh communities are celebrating St. David's Day, and I'm not going to try and say that in their language. In South Korea, it is Samiljol. In Bulgaria, it is Baba Marta Day. Relatedly, in Romania and Moldova, it is Martisor. Uh, it is the final day, the fourth or the fifth day of Ayam Iha in the Baha'i Faith. It is World Civil Defense Day. The Yap State has Yap Day. It is Zero Discrimination Day. It is internationally Self-Injury Awareness Day. So, mm, so there's a couple of things on that. There are some people who purposely self-injure themselves for various reasons and if you are doing that i would suggest that you go get some help some therapy uh because i don't think you should be doing that i don't want you to hurt yourself i don't want anybody to get hurt but also you have to be aware of when you accidentally self-injure yourself by maybe stubbing your toe or bumping into something uh i do that more holidays it's mardi gras Relatedly, it's Punchki Day. Wait, but the other thing said Punchki Day was before, like two weeks ago. So can we have two Punchki Days? I think we can. It is Shrove Tuesday, also called Pancake Day. Uh, Canada has Social Work Week starts. Switzerland has Anniversary Proclamation Republic Nukatal. Nukatal. It's the beginning of autumn in South Africa. It's the beginning of spring in the UK because they're on opposite sides sort of of the earth, northern hemisphere and southern hemisphere. Um, Let's see. International Day for Civil Protection. World Civil Defense Day. Not sure if I said that already. Okay, let's check the fun holidays. Asiatic Fleet Memorial Day. International Pancake Day. We already kind of said that. National Dad Gum That's Good Day. So people say Dad Gum That's Good when they're talking about food. So you can say that about your food. Maybe your food is Fruit Compote because it's National Fruit Compote Day. Here's a good one National Horse Protection Day. Let's protect them. This is my day National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. Throw in some chocolate. I'm happy. I'm happy as a pig in something, because it's also National Pig Day. National Sportsmanship Day. National Wedding Planning Day. Got to do all your planning planning today. Peace Corps Day. Plan a solo vacation day. A lot of people are scared to do that, but I think it's good. It's good to get out of your safety bubble. Your, what, what do you call that? Your happy place? I don't know. It is Retired Not Retired Day. Don't understand what that means. Share a Smile Day. World Compliment Day. So maybe you can give a smile if you compliment somebody. 
can you can you compliment somebody please okay so now we're on the page that says all of the months and the weeks and things so let's see what else we got today baby sleep day baby go sleep isra and mirage justin bieber's birthday this this page loves uh famous pop stars because that's some of the some of the birthdays are on this page for them uh Okay, Maha Shivaratri. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. St. David's Day, World Music Therapy Day. Th- music just can be very therapeutic, but people actually use music for therapy. Hearing Awareness Week. Universal Human Beings Week. Of course, human beings are only on this planet. We're not all over the universe. So how can we have Universal Human Beings Week? It is Poison Prevention Awareness Month, Bleeding Disorders Awareness Month, Workplace Eye Wellness Month. Be careful of your eyes. We all look at screens. It is Trisomy Awareness Month, or maybe it's Trisomy. I'm not sure how to say it. I think it may have to do with... Well, let's just click on it real quick. Um... Congenital disorder that occurs when there are three copies of a chromosome instead of the typical two. Uh, And so Down syndrome is one of the most well-known manifestations of trisomy. I don't know how to say that word, but it is uh, awareness for all the conditions that come from trisomy, including Down syndrome. It is Red Cross Month. Adopt a rescued guinea pig month. But who rescued who? National Women's History Month. We gotta, we gotta be, we, we still have work to do in all of these different areas. So keep on, keep on doing the work. National Crafting Month. National Umbrella Month. Dolphin Awareness Month. If you don't know about dolphins, now you can become aware of them. Irish American Heritage Month. March Madness. Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month. National Athletic Training Month, National Caffeine Awareness Month, National Celery Month, National Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month, National Cheerleading Safety Month. It is actually very difficult. It's a very difficult sport. So uh, there are lots of uh, injuries happen. So yes, be safe, cheerleaders. National Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, Brain Injury Awareness Month, National Credit Education Month, National Music in Our Schools Month. We got to get more art and music in our schools because they have been cutting all the programs and they got to get them back. Come on. This is what makes people great. Art and music and stuff. Okay, we're getting there. National Social Work Month, National Sauce Month. I love sauces and dips. National Peanut Month. That's why it's Peanut Butter Lovers Day. National Nutrition Month, National Noodle Month, National Kidney Month, National Frozen Food Month, National Flower Month. I think these are all in America. We're very self-centered that way. National Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month. And lastly, National Crochet Month. Should I learn how to crochet and or knit? We'll see. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it in March. All right. Finally, we finished this episode. 
Thank you very, very much for listening. Go share this and subscribe to it. And you know all the things that you got to do for podcasts. This has been Spencer dispensing information to you. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to How Did This Not Get Made. This is the podcast all about the movies you never saw, the scripts that were never filmed, and the ideas that never even made it to the page. My name is David Spencer. And my name is Daniel Kaka. Join us for season three where we uncover the multiple unmade Iron Man movies, the original bloody plot of The Mask, an unproduced episode of Doctor Who that turned into The Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. We revisit Red Dwarf, Discover how the Star Wars sequel trilogy should have ended, and this season we're even including a video game in our lineup. 